What's going on, Wolves? It's Lotus Alobi here, bringing you another episode of Conscious Conversations with Lo. That's me. I'm so excited because my best friend's all here today. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> We're having so much fun. Like, okay. So I'm I'm always hype on these episodes because these are really my close, close girlfriends. Like, Yvette, Yvette is, is like, that's, it's like peanut butter and jelly. Like, we're it's just it's everything so (laughs) before i even get into like this amazing woman first off please make sure you have pen paper your notes out whatever it is you know gems will be dropped consistently in these episodes and i don't want nobody dming me like why you ain't tell me to take notes i don't want any of that i want you to have your notes ready now because i promise you you're going to leave this conversation with some questions to reflect on so you can have a conscious conversation with yourself later and hopefully with your other wolves okay so let's get into it yvette natalie brown likes to be described as a divinely functioning creative and that's a perfect description actually wow (laughs) (laughs) that's like that's perfect okay uh, she's an artist, entrepreneur, and activist. Yvette is known for creating the online platform and magazine, The Power Scope. Go cop that, which provides spaces on and offline for Black women to learn, celebrate themselves, and stay informed with what's going on around them. She's also the owner of, okay, you have to help me pronounce it because I always mess it up with my American ass accent, and I'm like, this is a disservice. <laughs> it's, it's simple, Chikovi. So Chikovi. it's like the I just do too much. That's what it is. Okay, she's Everybody's like, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm like, it's just so pretty to look at, and I keep messing it up. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> she is also the owner of Jacoby Tea House, which is a luxury, luxury tea company with a storefront that honors important Black women figures of our culture, as well as celebrates Black music throughout the names in each tea blend given. Being a mother and a wife, Yvette finds her purpose in creating for her community and gifting them with the safe spaces they have always deserved while showing her daughter, my sweetness, my baby, how <laughs> magical Black women are. And that is who y'all are talking to today with, like, it's Yvette, okay? Uh, oh, hi. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you, too. I'm so excited to have this conversation, honestly. It's been a long time coming. Right. I don't understand why we haven't collabed yet. Right. Like, make it make sense. I'm just like... You know I freaking love you. This makes no sense at all. First off, okay, let's get into how we met because it was on the gram. It was yep. on social media. I feel like I saw your flyer and I was like, this event sounds amazing. And I yep. was working with Boss Magazine. I was doing like a little bit of like reporter type of vibe. I used to be a writer. And I was covering these really dope events that were happening like in the New York City area that were for black women in like wellness and mindset because it was an area of boss magazine that they hadn't explored yet. So I was doing that and I saw Yvette's poster somewhere somehow. And I was like, what in the world? Like there's an event called Black Girl Balance and it's in this like it's in New York City. I'm very confused. Like, why had I never known this? Oh, my God, girl. Yes, that's exactly what happened. I was um, doing my first ever live event from my company and it was called Black Girl Balance. And you just happened to just slide up in my DMs and you were just like, hey, you know, I I work for Boss Magazine. I would love to cover your event. And immediately it was just like, of course, like I, I was so at that point, just even off offline, I was going through a transition with 
friendships and yeah. how I trust women. Yeah. So it wasn't really, I, I understood a lot about myself and why I was going through that transition, but yeah. understand also that um, it's not necessarily that you're doing anything wrong. You're just not finding the right people that you you actually work with that understand you. Mm. So I felt through a lot of relationships with women that didn't understand what I needed. And Lotus just came out of nowhere and came as like a help. That's she offered <laughs> She offered herself like as like assisting me. Of before course, and yeah. it was just kind of like, yeah, sure. And I think we had like a quick conversation about what it was and literally after our conversation and this was all through dms mind i was like okay so we're friends now and she was like yeah we're friends and that was really (laughs) it that was that was it and then when she came to the event um she was just you know amazing she was just covering everything and she even i even had her speak at the event which is just divinity in itself like i was just like wow this is crazy it's just amazing and i really feel like ever since you have been one of my closest. No, you are my closest friend. Like I feel the as same an, way. It's just crazy that it even happened that way because I am somebody that's just super against social media. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But now I kind of see like how it can help me. So <laughs> you know what I mean. I'm just like, first off, the amount of I think almost all of my current friends right now I've met probably online first and Mm -hmm. I actually just like remembered that you came to we had spoken about it and your event was happening I think like like two weeks after I did my first vibe session and you had popped up and surprised me and we literally cried meeting each other like I have a picture of it of the first time like we recently met forget that that was definitely before the event yeah and I remember just crying you like you're coming to the event I'm like of course I'm coming what are you talking about like obviously I'm gonna be there and it was just like it was like coming home to someone it was just like like I don't know it was like I had always known you my entire life like our energy was just like oh that's our sister (laughs) yay I just remember tearing up and be like oh my god you came and you're like of course and I just was and you know it's so funny and it's something I actually didn't put together and in the immediate moment but when I was reflecting on it I was actually Mm -hmm. a little sad because my two current my two ex-best friends at that time one of them was giving me a very hard time about just supporting me in general we ended up having Mm -hmm. to like dissolve that friendship you guys will learn Mm -hmm. more about that in the sisterhood separation episode but um Mm -hmm. the second friend my second best friend at the time was saying that she was gonna come she was gonna come and I was so excited because I'm like oh she's finally gonna come to one of my events this is like something Mm -hmm. that I realized that for a long time though we met in person and we grew up together from high school everything like that she never been to any of my events like anything Mm -hmm. she didn't come to my graduation she like literally she just was always never there for my big Mm -hmm. important times so I'm like wow I'm doing my first ever in-person event by myself like she's gonna come so excited and literally I think like five minutes where you walked in she shot me a text like hey I really can't make it you know Mm -hmm. um my daughter's sick and I'm just like, oh, mm-hmm. all right. And I was like a little heartbroken, but I also was kind of used to her not showing up, which says a lot. Right. And then right. literally you come in and like, we had just been talking through DM. Like literally there was, there was no, um, 
like weight to our relationship yet we were just kind of like okay yeah. you're amazing you're amazing okay we're friends and then for yes. you to show up at that event and be like why would I not be here it was so life-changing for me like well yeah like I support all my friends I go to their events like it would make sense of that course. they would do the same for me but it didn't click until that day girl let me tell you something me and my cousin because I was with my cousin at the time and we took our trains and our subways and we got there and I was just like, you know, I'm really going to support her. She's doing great work. I just love her energy. And it was it was the same. The same energy that you get from Lotus online is the same offline. And I, I just loved that. it. I'm just, you know, I'm freaking in love with you. Honestly. I know. I'm like, I feel like it's going to be just like every other sentence. Like, hey, girl, I love you. <laughs> I love you, though. Like. <laughs> no, but seriously, y'all, it's just social media has been so life-changing I'm sure for everyone and I and unfortunately I would have to say like it's been a very negative impact for a lot of people in the community especially as black Mm -hmm. women we're constantly seeing our culture being appropriated you know it's just there's there's so much happening online where it's just like oh my gosh but I do advocate for finding friendships via social media I think it is a a great thing to do because there's also to a certain extent, of course, trust your instinct, trust your gut, but there's a level mm-hmm. of transparency. Like I got to know Yvette before even actually talking to her by being able to like right. scroll through her gram and like just seeing the events and the concepts and like the quotes and like all these things yeah. she was doing. I'm like, her mindset is just, wow, mm-hmm. like this girl's dope. And then having to talk to her and, and it matching what she's been posting, it just... I just can't even yeah. imagine like life without having you in it. And I'm just like, it was because of freaking, because I, I slid in your DMs and I was like, hey girl, right. oh, you're fucking right. mom. And Can I be your so friend? It's like what you have taught me through that situation. Cause I kind of, now it's, I feel like this is totally inspired by you, but I'm not afraid to like hop into DMs now when mm-hmm. it comes, especially when it comes to black women, let me just right. clarify Right. What happens? Right. <laughs> woman, if I feel like you're dope, if I feel like you are just like doing it out here, I am not afraid to hop into your DM, invite you to go out to get some lunch, mm-hmm. invite and you know, gas you up, you know, like congratulate you. And it's because I think that we all have this kind of like, you know, kind of like a fence where we're kind of afraid of what it might not be mm-hmm. instead of at it of what it could be like I felt like I started and I led with so much of how this can turn out wrong in mm. so many experiences that I've had like with women in general it wasn't even social media but I right. think I got to the point where I just felt like you know I was following and and holding on to this narrative that black women can't get along mm. and that's th- that's so terrible because now I'm looking back at it and I'm mm. like how in the world could I have survived being an adult, a thriving black woman adult without black woman friends? Like it's, it doesn't work. Like it doesn't work. So I really do encourage people now. I'm like, listen, get out there, like go into, slide into our DMs, say something nice. There's nothing wrong in giving compliments and, right. you know, just because know them personally. I mean, I've made a lot of friends just because I'm commenting in their comment section and just letting them know that what they're doing is dope or just simply, oh my gosh, you look so beautiful. Like this is, you are gorgeous. Simple things like that. I think that we have to get used to not always playing like 
the you know defense or and just feeling like oh there's some kind of ulterior motive to it it's just simply like there are just good women out here that want to be friends that just have nothing behind that but I just want to be your friend I want to just support you I want to encourage you and Lotus wow like once again I love you because what you are like that's what you've been to me um and I try my best my absolute best to reflect that because I see that you deserve that you know what I mean like I think that that only comes that type of friendship only comes when you do find your true tribe when you do actually step out there and not just base your friendship off of how long you've known somebody or met somebody a lot of us are staying with like these lifelong friendships and yeah, you've been friends with somebody for 15 years, but you don't see any growth in your friendship. You don't see anything but those years. You know what I mean? Yes. And I, um, at first that bothered me because I don't have too many lifelong friendships, um, but I have a lot of friendships that have done so much for me in, a, in certain seasons. You know what I mean? And like, um, right now, besides like my cousins who are my family, but they're also like my best friends, you are like that person where I'm like, this is something that's going to be here for the long run. I feel it. I know it because I do every day. Yeah. You know? A hundred percent. Like I could not agree more with you. I feel like that weird, I don't know where this, this idea came from that we can't make friends as adults it just right. doesn't make any sense. And it does stem to that fact, too, of it being like, oh, well, you know, it always breaks my heart when I hear, like, a woman say, like, oh, you know, Black women are just so catty or, like, they, there's right. no real true friendships there. It just breaks my heart because it's just kind of like, one, it's just, it's heartbreaking because you're already, this, do you know how many Black women are on this earth, number one, for you to categorize us all as, like, catty and things like that? Two, it's also about checking in with your energy because at the end of the day, you are attracting it, whether it's because you're not aware of it and realizing that you've kind of maybe um, you're on a different frequency now, right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes we don't realize that we've leveled up. Right. And we just continue to operate on that same plane that's familiar to us, which is going to cause discourse, right? It's going to cause friction. You're going to end up having people who are catty because your energy doesn't match theirs, so they're responding right. in a way of like, wait a minute, what, what's going on here? You're going to have those moments mm-hmm. because... Or just simply, yep, I agree. I agree. And, I, and just simply, just even what you speak into the universe and what you're yep. saying that you don't want instead of actually trying to attract what you want. Yep. Like people just, oh, I just don't get along with, with, with women. I, don't, I just don't have any female friends because I don't get along with females. It's like, you're already speaking that you don't get along mm-hmm. with anybody so how is that going to help you when you're trying to make a friend this is obviously your way of saying that you're not even trying anymore to create this kind of friendship so it's kind of like you have to kind of rewire even the way that you're thinking and all of that is based on some of our traumas and our experiences Mm -hmm. that's really where our verbiage comes from it's coming straight from our experiences and our traumas so even when I was at a time where I'm telling people like you know I just don't feel like I, I can make a lot of friends that are women. Like it just, it doesn't really work out for me that way. And at the same time wondering, like, I really feel like I'm a great friend to people. Why does not, why does it not work out for me? But I realized that I was also acting in a lot of, um, in a way that was definitely showing the trauma that I went through with women. Mm. 
and really trusting. And it's not because all women are like that. It was just, unfortunately, I connected with the wrong type of women. And it's, it's just, it's, it can, it can get deep. It, it can, can get, get really so deep, deep right? Where it's like, get uh, deep. Everything. For me, I'm always just kind of like, okay, when, because I used to have, I used to like, again, I used to encounter a, a lot of women. I actually don't as often, but that's not the point. Anyway, I would, when women would say like, you know, I just don't have any, you know, female friends. It's just not for me. I always ask mm-hmm. them like, do you, or they're like, I don't get along with women. I'm like, well, do you get along with yourself? Because like mm. the women that are in my life, they're refle- even when I was having like, you know, strained relationships, they were still a reflection of me to some point. It was either something I was Absolutely. trying to outgrow, something I didn't really want to admit, you know, like a little Absolutely. dark spot. I was like, eh, I don't want to talk about that real quick. That's not really where I'm at. But they were a reflection right. of me. And it really came back to me asking myself, like, is that something that you're going to take on? You have to really, if you're, if you are someone who's experiencing that right now, and you're like, look, I just don't get along with women at all. And it's very hard for me to make friends. Are you a friend to yourself? Number one. Yeah. And how are you treating yourself? Because it's also a reflection. I treat myself really well. And all of the women mm-hmm. in my life and, and, and my partner mm-hmm. excluded, you know, him too. But like all the women in my life, they love me the way I love myself. Right. And in some cases, right. they're able to love me more when I'm not able to see like my my value right. because we're still rising and falling. We're still growing and healing. They will yeah. Yvette will hit me up and be like, what? I think I had told her I had gotten certified for Reiki healing. And I'm like, girl, I'm certified. And her response was, you will always be a practitioner to me. This is beautiful. And I'm so excited for you. But I don't need this paper to tell me that you're valuable. And I literally was just kind of like. It, that that's my best friend like she loves me as much as I love myself and is able to give me that love when I'm not able to give it to myself and I'm like a little bit out of alignment and you you deserve friendships like this I think everyone does everyone everyone does everyone does and I think it's really also important to understand I know people talk a lot about love languages and they only relate it to like just actual romantic uh, relationships but I feel like that plays a major part in the friendships that you make as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the and the disconnection with certain people is because you guys are speaking two different languages mm-hmm. and what you feel as maybe disrespect or someone not caring for you is just the fact that they don't understand your language and some are just not willing to understand and love you in your language. You get what I'm saying? Yes. So it's like, for me, I know for just the way that my friends show acts of service to me, I feel are, is a big, is my lo- love language. Mm-hmm. Acts of service. And I feel like how you were just talking about how your friends didn't show up for you when you had your first event and mm-hmm. things like that, that in itself can show you or make you feel like, oh, this is not the friend that I need right now. Yeah. This is not what I like. This is not the energy I need. And it's all about just finding your tribe and finding the people that speak your language. Yeah. So you speak my language and the people that are around me right now speak my language. They understand what my love language is and want to take the time to express their love to me in that language. And I do the same for them. I think that is super, super important because that's showing a a level of like, you're just really tuning into a person. You're making sure that they feel and understand that you care about them the way that they feel cared about. Mm. I don't think um, I don't feel like a lot of women that have pr- 
problems with connecting with other women, I don't think it's just basically the fact that they just can't get along. It's right. just, you have to find the people that speak your language. Yeah. And you, and you have to, you have to know yourself, right? Because I also feel like if you don't, if I'm identifying with like 20 year old Lotus and I'm 30 now, I'm going right. to attract people who are not in the frequency that I'm currently in because I'm also living as my past self with my right. ideologies and my understandings of what I like and what I don't like. Cause there are right. tons of things that I didn't like when I was younger that I enjoy now. But right. if I don't sit there and take inventory to know my, to know what Lotus wants and right. how she wants it, it's going to be very hard for me to identify friends um, yep. who are able to uh, ha- speak level. my language. Right. And, mm-hmm. and give me the things that I need and where I can feel safe enough to give them the things that they need as well. So you have right. to know yourself too. You have mm-hmm. to allow yourself to um, experience grace because you're going to be different all the time. Like me mm-hmm. last week is not me. To, there's remnants of me, but I'm always evolving and changing my mind. And just, I also want to kind of put that in there too. Make sure you have friends that allow you to change your mind. And when I say allow you to, it's well, like, you can sit there and be like, my favorite color is green today. And then like the next day you're like, girl, I'm really loving purple. And they're not, attacking you on it like you just said you like green and right you know what I mean because it makes you feel like well damn I can't really I'm not allowed to change then right Right. I'm not allowed to evolve and grow and then you end up being in stagnant ass friendships that's Mm -hmm. in the service to you and to them because if they want somebody more consistent with their color scheme then it may not be you and that's (laughs) that's okay that's totally fine but you have to know yourself and you have to have friends that give you space to unravel and like, mm-hmm. there are so many parts of me I don't know yet, but I know that mm-hmm. as I'm exploring them, I know Yvette will love me throughout them all. And that's super part. important. You know what I mean? Yes, it's 100% important. That, yep, that's everything. That's really, that's really it. That's the point. You have yeah. to have somebody and know that the people that are around you are loving you throughout every transition in your life. And mm-hmm. it goes right back to, us holding on to some friendships that should have been let go a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And we're just holding on to it because of the numbers and the, the longevity, the, the, the years that we've been with this person, but mm-hmm. we're it and we're probably facing a lot of, you know, friction because one person is trying to grow in one direction while another person is growing in the opposite direction or not growing at all. So yeah. that's why we have those friendships that end up kind of falling apart. But if you're able to communicate with your friends and, 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 feel like change is not always a problem. Finding new people and having new friendships is not an issue. That th- that's another thing that I think a lot of women face um, and kind of, you know, have conflicts with. Thinking that um, new is an issue. Like, you know how mm-hmm. Drake is like friends. I know. Like, Damn Scorpio, so, man. Oh, we need to just have this circle and that's it. I can't mm-hmm. put anybody else and bring anybody else into our clique. And like, yeah, protect your energy 100%. Protect the people around you 100%. But you also need to trust yourself enough to know that you can discern yeah. um, having other women that are powerful and wonderful and being open to the opportunity of connecting with other women as well. No matter if you just met them yesterday or if you've known them for years now, it, it's really been life-changing to me to be open, to being able uh, for for me to be able to embrace change and transitions and meeting new people and not being afraid to meet new people because mm. I 
how many opportunities I feel like that I've come across because I was able to be like, you know what, I'm open to embracing. I don't always have the best, you know, relationships with women. I haven't had those in the past, but I'm open to a new type of living. I'm open to Mm. that changing. I'm open to just embracing, just finding my whole tribe and being able to embrace everybody for who they are and them being able to embrace me and us to thrive and grow together. And that's what I have right now. So I'm super, super thankful for that. Same. I just think there is just a level of peace. And I'm not going to lie to (laughs) y'all. 30 looks really good on me. It looks great on the bed. So I'm... I don't know if this comes with turning 30. I know when I was 20, I used to hate hearing that from older women. Like when you're 30, it's kind of all me. I'm like, I want it to make sense now. Right. Like, I don't want to go through a whole decade of some shit (laughs) because if I can avoid it, let me know. But I I don't think that you can avoid it. I think your 20s are for exploration and figuring yourself out and shedding and peeling and and trying things out. But once that like 30 hits, you're just kind of like, Ooh, baby. Okay. Like, I know who I am, what I right. like, Period. where I want to go. And if you don't match these things, it's all love. Oh, wow. Like, I don't, not, it's not like I hate you. Right. It's just you can't be near me because exactly. you went away. <laughs> That's a great feeling. It is such a great feeling. I feel the same way. I'm like, once I hit my 30s, I was just like, all right. This is so, nice. Um, <laughs> if you don't embrace it, right? No love loss. My my thirties. Once I hit my thirties, my twenties was a very rocky road. Once I hit my thirties, though, I really, really had more of an understanding of who I was and just self love. Period. Just understanding mm-hmm. that everything that I went through was for a reason, and the people that are not in my life that didn't make it to me being thirty with me, mm-hmm. um, it's one hundred percent okay. Like they're not supposed yeah. to be there. I sh- I'm not going to shed tears about it anymore. I'm not yeah. to think how I could have done better. How how this could have changed the situation? Like it is what it is, and I'm celebrating myself and the people in my life right now because. I feel like I'm having like the time of my life now. Right. It's so, I just hope that like this conversation really sparks my wolves to just be like, yo, let me really take inventory about like my friendships. I think it's important for like everyone. You need to take inventory of the friends you have around you. See if you guys are on the same plane. Um, see if you guys are on the same frequency. And also, too, applying that to social media. Mm. If, like Yvette said, if someone is like, wow, every post, you're just like, girl, girl yes, yes, yes. Reach out to them. Yeah. I've, like, again, the living proof is Yvette. Right. But I've done this several times. Like, even with um, Ryan of uh, Chapter Harmony, we became really cool via DM yeah. because I'm just like, oh, everything you post is incredible. You yourself must be bomb. And I was right. My intuition was like, okay, hey, we're friends now. And that's it. Just yeah. Put the okay, we're friends now. I mean, most people yes. well to that. I mean, yeah. In my experience, I haven't had anybody that's like, no, I don't want to be your friend. However, imagine. <laughs> Girl, I get it. But it's you know, okay. he's like, okay, we're friends now. I just want you to, I'm, I'm welcome you opening. I'm open to that friendship. I'm open and open yes. to like being able to to call you my friend and, and to support you even more. And you know, yes. you never know where that can take you. 
Mm-hmm. And you should allow it to just go for the adventure. I hope right. that you're not like stopping yourself from making new friends via social media because you're afraid of rejection yeah. because rejection is always redirection, period. It is never someone doesn't want you. It is you need to be somewhere else exactly. where people are going to really enjoy your presence. Right. That's always what it is. Yeah be bold be like hey like let's be friends or you'll be very surprised at how like especially for black women like how receptive we are for another black woman who's out here doing her thing to like see us and be like girl let's link up and connect I've never had someone say I don't want to be your friend right right you know what I mean understand as black women the struggles that we we face and having other women that can identify with us and we can actually like have conversations and go out, I think is something that's very rewarding. And I, that's why I don't think you'll ever find a woman that's just like, nah, I don't want to be your friend. If we're on mm-hmm. the same energy, like if it's the same kind of wavelength and the same energy, I don't think you'll have that person. that's like, nah, we all understand what we're going through. And it's like, you need that person to be like, girl, you know what I went through today? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's just a, it's a feeling that I think we all want to experience. And you just have to open yourself to experiencing it. And you feel safe. Like you'll you'll feel safe in these friendships. It's there's a level of level of safety. There's also a level of ease. Like I don't talk to Yvette every single day. I'm usually always stalking her on Instagram because that's my business. <laughs> but you know, I don't, we don't talk every single day. Sometimes we don't talk every single week, but I pray for her every single day. I pray over her daughter, over her husband, over her family. That, it does not change because we're not speaking. And I think that's also something that comes into play as you get older. Because my definition of best friend when I was younger was my ex-best friend. And we were on the phone every single day for hours at a time, every single day, then up until the point where we saw each other physically, then together physically. Then when we left, we were on the phone while we were leaving until we passed out on the phone asleep (laughs) for two decades. Okay. (laughs) Yes. It's definitely different. And it's, it's good to feel that you know, that doesn't change the fact that we don't speak every day. It doesn't change our bond. And I'm so appreciative of how understanding you are, because sometimes I feel like just my everyday life is so overwhelming. And in the back of my mind, it's like, I need to reach out to Lotus. I need to reach out to her. I need to make sure that she's good. I want to make sure that she knows that I'm still here, you know? And I think that's all in my brain, just functioning off of feeling like, I've had those experiences where I'm trying to explain why I can't make it all the time, but I still want to be a good friend and someone not understanding that. Um, But it's like when you're an adult, like you have adult responsibilities and I don't feel like we're trying to create these friendships that are really clingy. I want to say that high maintenance. Yeah. Like they don't allow us the room to, experience the things that we need to experience alone and still come back and be back at it like nothing ever happened like we never left you know so I do appreciate that about you too because we don't speak every day not on the phone every day but anytime I can I'm like okay let me hit her up make sure that she's good I'll drive out to see her we'll have our little lunches and our brunches yeah you know and I'm always always praying for you I'm always always talking about you and making sure that you're good and letting people know what you do 
And I'm always supporting everything. I'm like your biggest supporter. Like I'm always cheering you on and so happy yeah. with everything that you're trying to achieve and what you already have achieved. And I just see that there's so much more ahead of you. So I feel the exact same way. And I'm just over here just kind of like, just taking it just taking it all in like y'all like this is legitimately my life like this woman is so wonderful and like it's it's so true too and I want to give that tidbit for anyone who because a lot of my friends with the exception I think of like Sky and like Irene everybody's a mom so if you do have a friend especially if you're again a little older um just mm-hmm. in case like there's young moms as well mm-hmm. but if you have a friend that's a mom dude let her breathe Okay, she's out here raising a whole human being. You will probably not talk to her as often as you would like. Get over it. You need to enjoy your own company as well. I, and it's so funny because um, my other girlfriend, Rebecca, she's pregnant. She's always like, I feel so bad. I'm like, Rebecca, you are literally creating a human being. You will talk to me whenever you have energy to, and I will be okay with it. Yeah. What, what am I going to do? Be upset? As well, because it's like, yo, we really, it really changes your life when you're, when you become a mother, like becoming a wife is one thing and it's like you still can do what you want but becoming a mother most of the time my day is not even about me anymore and it's just like no, it's really about sweetness like no okay I need a moment but most of my day is about my child and mm-hmm. for a lot of people that don't have that experience yet or they're not mothers it's kind of like you can never really understand it to the fullest and it can look like neglect it can look like someone's ignoring you it can look like you know somebody's just drifting away and on our side of things it's the total opposite we're hoping that everybody understands we're hoping people don't drift away from us and feel like they can't hang out with us anymore and things like that it's like a real um life experience so and I feel like anyone can go through that. But I'm, again, I have a soft spot for mothers anyway. That's just like, I just do. Like, I do not play when it comes to my moms. Like, the women in my life that are mothers, I'm very fiercely protective of them because I also, again, I was raised by a single Black mother. And I just mm-hmm. saw all the shit she had to go through and just how hard it was for her to maintain friends. Just, she went through so much. Yeah. And I felt like she didn't get the support that she deserved. Right. Um, because people didn't take into account of the fact that she was raising a person right. and she was doing it by herself you know luckily for most of the most of the moms in my life they have their partner to help carry that load a bit yeah. but it's like so your 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 friend your best friend or the woman you're looking to connect with on a deeper level has a human being that they have to take care of plus they have their own way of work whether they're an entrepreneur or they work somewhere they have to take care of their mental health hopefully and their spiritual health hopefully yeah. and if they have a partner it's like you have to understand, like, even for myself, it's just me, Gary, and, like, even our puppy is upstate with, like, his mom. Like, mm-hmm. it's just me and him. I really don't have any real obligations anywhere, and mm-hmm. it's very hard for me to find the time to, like, have, you know, um, to check in on all of my friends. And mm-hmm. there are a lot of my friends who I haven't even spoken to in, like, three or four months, mm-hmm. maybe even longer than that, maybe since the summertime, because... I had to do an abrupt move and then there was a pan there's a pandemic happening. Like there's so many layers. Yes, yes. You cannot expect your friend to be perfect and on and because you call them and because you text them, you're like, hey, I reached out to you, you're not responding. There's probably a reason for that. 
girl, how many times have you texted me? And it's like two days later, I respond. And it's like, I'm, yeah, so hang on. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, I'm so sorry. But it's really like, I think the older that we get and the more experience we just have with friendships in general, you understand that it really isn't all about just the friendship. Like being yeah. a real friend is really taking into account everything about that person's life and being yeah. able to understand them through every transition. So it's yeah. like, that is a real big part of it. And I think that's another thing that we have to kind of outgrow that kind of thinking. Like you said, the way that you define best friends when you were in your 20s is totally different now because we have different experiences and now we're older and we have different responsibilities. So it's like, you have to really reshape the whole definition of what you call a friend and how you make friends now as an adult. And yes, that can be very scary in itself because it's not what you're used to. It's not Mm -hmm. the typical way that you think you're going to make friends or the typical way that you think a friend is supposed to respond to you, but you have to take into account everything that's going on. And it's just like, when you when you find those people you'll find them but it and it'll feel so good yeah it feels great yes but it's a yes only a new definition and new understanding and you have to be open and willing to embrace that new understanding of what friendships can be for you I cannot agree more. I think that's so important. And to tie in social media with this aspect of friendship, of sisterhood, because I think that sisterhood is just a deeper level. Mm-hmm. I don't have to talk to all of my close friends all the time because of social media. Right. Like literally my main concerns are like, is she alive? Is she healthy? Is she emotionally well? Right. And you literally, I can, I can literally, ch- I, I mean, I don't know if this is like a thing that other people do, but I understand that my, my friends have patterns, right? Mm-hmm. So like, if I know that like one of my close girlfriends, like is a, she posts every day and there's like a few days where she hasn't posted, then I might shoot a text and be like, Hey girl, just notice you weren't on social. It makes it so much more easier than you having to directly go every single time to them and be like, Hey, let's connect. Sometimes catch up on social media look through her stories like mm-hmm. honestly because it's like I don't I don't always have the capacity to have several different types of conversations every single day I don't have the mental capacity I know that I don't right. I don't even try to stress it right? right I talk to Gary every single day because this man lives with me right <laughs> but even that <laughs> and, sometimes can be draining right it's a lot I mean, and luckily he's an only child so we both have that only child thing so like he could just be by himself in the Mm -hmm. apartment and he has his times too like girl I love you but I'm fitting I don't want to talk to you right right now and you have to like allow that space and not freak out over the space don't freak out because you haven't heard from your friend in x amount of times I don't even care if it's been like half a year because I've had Mm -hmm. friends where it's like we pull up on the scene every almost every year and just check in with each other like hey girl we good and it's again you jump right back into that rhythm it doesn't go the energy stays there just because you're not physically in action with that person it doesn't mean that that bond that you created is gone right it is still there and instead of stressing your friend out or stressing yourself out like why aren't they responding to me why aren't they answering my social honestly social media does so much i literally can just check on event and be like okay girl she's good she's at work she's at the tea shop dope oh look sweetness okay cool i get my my niece pictures from her social media because me asking yvette to send every picture it's just like it just doesn't it's just like this girl has an entire life right when i could just screenshot something and just make it easier for us both like why would i not do that and i feel like 
if you don't have that sophisticated understanding of a, of a sisterhood right. of the fact that I'm here to support and love you mm-hmm. however that may look right you're going to have a very hard time creating new friends yeah. no matter what age you're at and you will consistently come against contrast you will consistently have people in your life who are going to rub you the wrong way because you you're not also utilizing all the resources at your fingertips exactly you're forcing someone to mold to your idea of a friendship exactly. and you're getting mad because they can't, they can't meet that mold because they're not designed that way. Right. It's all about the languages. It's about mm-hmm. languages, your love languages and, and everything in between. So it's like, yeah, if, if you know, like you already know my, my patterns and everything, you check up on me, yep. don't hear from me. And I do the same for you. And I think it's really just embracing that it's not going to be just your definition of friendship or sisterhood yes. going to work in a new friendship. You have to really yes. people. And once you learn people, you can't, it can't be one-sided. It can't be that everything bends to you. You have to be like, you know, you have to give some kind of slack to it. You have to make sure that you are giving as much as you're expecting to get. And I think that um, that's how the best sisterhoods do work because you're understanding me in my life and you're not forcing me to pull into something that I can't do at the moment and you embrace and you and you love me regardless and I do the same for you and that yeah. whole, my needs can totally change next week you know but yeah. you're you're on top of it and same thing with you I think that that's really really important especially in a sisterhood that yeah. all sisters are different right like yeah. in our real families in our blood families all of our siblings and, and our relatives, they all have different things that make them happy, make them sad, that, that we connect, but like our have, we have a bottom line that we both connect with. You have to understand that everybody is different and either you accept that and you're able to grow through that with those people in your life or you just can't. Yeah. And you got to be okay with your consequences of your actions because right. I mean, that's... I mean, that's just a part of being a human being and being an adult. Mm -hmm. I know that people say like adulting and they make it seem like it's this horrible thing that happens as we get older, but Mm -hmm. there's also a very positive side to that. But it requires work. Mm -hmm. It requires you doing things that that would not have worked in your 20s or in your teenage years when you were developing your foundational relationships, when you were experiencing friendship for the first time outside of like preschool and mm-hmm. elementary school, right? When yeah. layers started to happen. Mm-hmm. Like it, you only get more layers as you get older. So you mm-hmm. have to also be like, okay, okay. Especially if your friend is an entrepreneur, okay? There, there are so many it's facets layers. of sisterhood. It's I'm just like, because even with that, it's just like, if you have a friend who is an entrepreneur, please understand that they're not putting the, their business before your relationship, but also their business is their livelihood right. and the way that they get to feed themselves and their family. So that should take priority mm-hmm. and you should support that priority because you want your friend to be able to eat and live at a home. Right. Like, right. you know what I mean? Line. Right. You have to support them. You have to be there for them even if it means that it's just you're reposting you know their their sales or like sharing their link to their website or whatever the case is support that sister as well because it's a again it's a lot if you want to be able to see your friends and honestly sometimes being an entrepreneur the best way to see each other is like at our events when Yvette's tea shop opened I made it a mission to be there 
because you know what? It was two birds and one. I get to support my girlfriend and what she's doing. And I also get to see right. her. Like, instead of making it be like, Yvette, take time out of your schedule <laughs> to come see me or let's do something separately. And yes, I do think that those moments are necessary, yeah. especially as entrepreneurs. Yeah. You do need moments where it's just like, girls, let's do a girl's trip that's just for us where we get to do mm-hmm. stuff. But those may not come as often, especially if someone has just launched something or they're doing something new. So if you really value that sisterhood and that friendship, show up for them. You know what I mean? Just just pop up. If they have an IG live going on, drop in, say hi, show support. Those things matter. Because again, the layers, the layers of being a mother, the layers of being an entrepreneur, being a wife, they're different responsibilities and they require so much of your friend. Yep, this is true. This is true. You know, make it as easy as possible with the friendships that you do create. And for some reason, I think that like, I feel like all my friends that I've made via social media, it just has been an understanding. Like, I don't necessarily have to have like, hey, girl, it's just like we most um, almost all of y'all have your own businesses Mm -hmm. to begin with. Mm -hmm. But it's like, I don't think I've ever had to like really sit down and have that conversation like I did probably like in my 20s where it was like look girl I'm building something it is not me ignoring you it is me trying to be focused on what it is that I'm doing and as soon as I'm able to complete this you can have some of my attention back but right now if you're not helping me do this you don't have to you're not it's not a forceful thing but if you can't support what I'm doing right now in this moment you're gonna have to give me a give me time and give me space because you know, this is also my passion and my purpose and why I'm here on this earth. It's not to be exactly. your friend, right? Exactly. It's a beautiful added bonus, right. but it's not my sole right. purpose right. to be your friend um, and be actively present in your life every single time you need mm-hmm. me to be. Because sometimes what I realize too, when I call like a girlfriend or something like that, maybe I'm really going through something and I don't reach them. I don't get upset about that. I'm not like, oh my God, no one's here for me. I'm like, oh, I need to figure this shit out by right. myself. <laughs> like this is this is um the universe god source whatever you want to call on to redirecting right. me and being like no this is not yvette's job right. <laughs> to solve it for you because she would have been accessible if it was necessary exactly. it's really not like and that that belief and that understanding i swear if you can adopt that it will change the game mm-hmm. for you because literally anytime that i deeply truly literally need yvette she'll either text me call me or I'm able to, like, I can call her and, like, within the first ring, she's like, hey, girl, yep. what's up? Any other time, it's usually, like, a check-in or whatever, something random, maybe something a little petty that I'm going through, whatever. I'll leave her a voice note, and she'll respond whenever she can. And we'll have like, hella voice notes just going back and forth. <laughs> you got to make it work. You know, if this person is, means something to you, this woman is is someone you consider family. Like, uh, something that Sky said in a previous episode, or an upcoming episode. Actually, I'm not sure when I'm releasing that episode. But she says chosen mm-hmm. family. Like, you get to choose this person to be your mm-hmm, sister, mm-hmm. right? That means you're choosing her quirks, right? Yeah. You're choosing her her love language. You're choosing her as her whole right. self. You're saying everything about you I have chosen to have in right. my life. You weren't given to me, right? It wasn't like, damn, I just, you know, we was born in, from the same woman, so I got to hold shorty down. Do you know what I mean? Like, if you're choosing this woman to be in your life, give her grace and give her space as she's growing and evolving. And that is really sisterhood. That is really sisterhood. Perfectly said. Perfectly said. I really feel that. Like, honestly, that's really what it is. Just allow your friends to be who they Mm -hmm. are. As long as they're not disrespecting you, I feel like you're Gucci, right? Like, (laughs) 
you feel me like that's a different yeah, story that's, that's but... a whole different conversation but yeah. right <laughs> that that really your chosen family and I think bringing it back to social media and you know creating sisterhood through social media that's like the beauty of it that you're really able to choose you're able to discern yep. and choose who you want to call a sister who you want to get to know better who you want to connect with and it's totally 100% your choice you know is once you do choose you're you're saying that you're embracing everything about that person and either you're going to embrace everything about it which is the layers of whatever they have to go through on a daily basis whatever their responsibilities are besides being a friend to you or you can just say this is not it and this is not where you're supposed to be and that's fine as well just be at peace with your your decisions and know that that's just what comes with it but I really hope that we have um, shifted or at least opened you up to the idea of making friends via social media, but also using social media as a tool to help maintain your sisterhood. Because I really do believe that it's super effective. Like, honestly, it is the easiest thing because in all, because for a full transparency, sometimes I'm just not able to talk and I, I'll post on social media because again, this is my livelihood, right? right? Most of the, my followers are on that platform mm-hmm. and I still make money off of engaging, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's not me like having time, like, oh, she has time to go on social media, but not to talk to me. Look, I'm on social media to make yes. money, yes. <laughs> to expand my business, yes. right? And because it's a, it's a vehicle for my right. calling. That is why I'm on social media. <laughs> that is why I'm engaging. Please understand, yep. It is not me choosing social media over having a conversation with right. you, right? Right. The best thing that you can do is just use it as mm-hmm. a tool. Okay, I see Lotus is doing it. Okay, cool, dope. Oh, that last co- that last caption was a little like. Let me just shoot her a DM real quick and see how right. she's doing, and just leave it and just leave it at that. I swear to you, it will do wonders. And if you're able to utilize social media as the tool that it is, you'll be able to have flourishing friendships with some incredible women that will they are like Yvette's friendship has been life-changing she was the first person to give me a platform to speak yeah change my entire career like literally literally from her just being like girl come on stage real quick my entire trajectory of my business shifted yeah from someone I met online at random <laughs> listen my whole if that's not god i don't know what it is so it was kind of like after me and lotus became friends and we loved, oh maybe this is not going to work out as a friendship i was just so traumatized by past friendship breakups that yeah. um once i realized that this was like the real thing it really just did change my outlook on how i i interact with other women like on the outside with everything I'm doing and everything that I've done through the power scope and, you know, all the other business ventures that I've had, it's easy for people to just assume that I'm just great with connecting with women. I always, I never had that issue, but deep down inside, like I'm a nervous wreck when it came to just meeting women and being able to connect because I'm so afraid of being to like revealing too much of myself or something that will turn them off and then we have a fight and I don't like conflict I don't like I just don't like that stuff so it's like when me and you became close it was just like yeah you know this can be something that works and you shouldn't be afraid to just jump out on the ledge and 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 see if it works out with other women like 
you never know what kind of beautiful friendships you'll you'll have and that's what you've done for me constantly every day that means so much like I'm over here just like that's my best friend (laughs) y'all okay Eva what do you have coming up any anything that the wolves need to know support you guys can just follow the power scope um that's just giving you like daily you know articles and you know blogs and things that are just centered on black women and the black community. Yeah. Um, and then with Chicovi Tea House, we just have all these little things. Like every Sunday we have little tea tours where you could come and literally have an adult tea party and we just sip on teas and we vibe and, you know, you can sip on all the teas that you want. So, I mean, there's not actually an event because of the pandemic and we're just trying to make sure that everything right. is cleared out before we do anything huge, but just stay tuned, follow both of my um, Instagram pages, which are for Chacobi Tea House and for the Power Scope, and even my personal one, which is YN Brown. And you can just see what happens from there. We'll, we'll let you know. We'll keep you posted. Yes. Check the show notes, Wolves. I tell y'all every episode because the show notes are juicy. There's information in there. There's links. And as always, please go and support Yvette go follow her pages because yes the power scope is is such an informative hub i'm on the website literally every day because there's always stories popping up on my instagram on my social media and i go and i'm like oh my god this is so i didn't really think about this topic let me go read this article and i learned so much about our culture but also like through the lens of a black woman which i just find to be so uplifting so please go and check that out my favorite tea blend obviously is sweetness of tea blend which is zora her baby's name zora that tea is everything yvette's boss blend is everything please go shop the teas jacoby's teas are i can't i can't literally i've gotten to the point where i'm like i need to buy multiple at a time because i brought four at the same time and then now Gary's a tea person. And I'm just like, you know, I, I was excited at first. Like, oh my God, we're tea people together. And I was like, You're wait, my this means that <laughs> this means I got to share my tea. Right. But I love you. So I'm going to do it. But like, I'm, I'm really thrilled by yeah. it. So now I'll just buy more. And you should. She has like wine infused teas. Yeah. It's it's a vibe. Thank Please you. go and check out the website if you can't go to the store in person. Yes, yes. I love you so much. I appreciate you. But I just want you to know mm-hmm. that I'm so proud of you, first of all. I'm proud of everything that you do. I, I'm proud of everything that you represent everything i'm just so happy for you and all your accomplishments and i'm always cheering for you thank you so much oh my goodness i'm like such an emotional being (laughs) and i love it here because i love all the feelings because again women pouring into me like people that i admire that i love that just have been so good to me and them just reaffirming me is also part of that sisterhood and it just feels so good to like have you as my best friend like even being able to say that term I know we spoke about that and how I was like I had a really hard time saying it because I had lost two of my longest friendships and it just kind of tainted the word for me where I was like oh I'm not using that again because it didn't go well the first few times but now I'm just like I can't even imagine calling you anything else because that is you are the best like it's it's what you are it's how you've been such a good friend to me you've given me your best and I'm just beyond grateful. I love you so, so much. I hope that this conversation 
resonates deeply with everyone who tunes in. If it does, please share the episode, share, subscribe to the Lobo Land podcast. We have new episodes twice a week talking about mental wellness, creative wellness, mm. spiritual wellness. And we're giving you these incredible conversations where you get to hear from experts, women who are leading the wellness game, especially the black wellness mm. game and forging a path for us all to walk with more ease subscribe okay share give it to your friends find all the wolves that you can bring them home to Loboland. we're going to be the number one wellness podcast for black bodies i'm claiming it it is our Here truth we, go. we just gotta show up okay i love y'all to the moon and back and tune in for the next episode bye wolves